everyone. I'm Julie. And I'm Jenny with a G. We're cousins and best friends. Who live on opposite ends of the country, so we decided to start a podcast. Welcome to Get Funny. <laughs> like bohemian or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's the word I always think of when I'm thinking of you. Bohemian. Uh, bohemian. <laughs> chill. Go with the flow um, vibes. Just, yeah. Someone once told me that I was... They loved how chill I was. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) or you're just using different definitions for similar words. Weird. (laughs) It was my one of my old bosses, which I just thought was very interesting. But I was like, oh, good. That means I'm doing a really good job of panicking only internally. And I realized that is true. The people closest to me are the people who I allow see me panic, like to see me panic. So you know that I'm not that chill. Richard knows I'm not chill. <laughs> um, but like, you know, my old boss knows that apparently I can lock that down real quick. I was like, uh, I'm glad that you think that because I'm wow. inside freaking out all the time. So it's anyway. It's a wonderful moment for everybody. Yes. Happy Hi. Monday. Happy Monday. How oh, why are you say so sad? Oh, you're so sad because today has been a day and the time change, although one hour has yes. brought me speak on it. Oh my God. I literally have not been able to function well today. I, it took forever. I had like four alarms go off and I still feel like I need five hours of sleep. Like what is going on? Why does this happen to so many people? I, I swear to you, we have had this conversation on previous episodes after the time change, because again, it happens. And I have been talking to people all morning and have mentioned it multiple times. I'm like, I don't know how an hour affects my day so much it doesn't matter if we're going forward or backward i will be discombobulated the entire day and maybe a few days after like and it's not even like i have kids who like you know their schedule gets messed up no it is fully just me i don't know how my brain is like one hour panic panic here we are to the point where yesterday i woke up really early and i was like the sun isn't out what are we talking about I said, what do you mean it's dark outside? I don't get it. Mm-hmm. And what if people are wondering. Stop switching times. Yes. I do not wake up until the sun wakes up. Okay. That is how I live my life. So get mad if you want to, but. Who would the... get mad at that? I don't know. Haters. Were you awake when the time changed? I hate doing that. No, I, hate being I awake. was all the way asleep. Like, that's, a, that's surprising because you're always awake at that I time. <laughs> All, I was asleep for two hours. I was like, what is happening? Am I, am I building a schedule of a functioning functioning adult? What? Weird. But now the time change is going to mess that up. Oh, yeah. Um, 1,000%. Yeah. Yeah. But here we are. Time change Monday. It's, you know, it's the time that it is. And... It is the time that it was and what it could be. What else has been going on? How's your weekend been? Or what was your weekend? what what day is today it's today's monday um it was good it was good you know um la has been girl you know raining cold all that fun stuff um but i got to see some friends over the weekend a friend of mine was in town from well she's from the east coast now but we're friends from grad school from chicago days and i hadn't seen her in so long so got Got some of the old gang back together, and that was nice. Oh, the gang! I saw the baby. <gasps> oh my gosh, y'all! Yeah, she's so cute, so cute. Julie's friend's child <laughs> is one of my favorite 
strangers on the internet because I've never met her. I've mm-hmm. only met her parents twice, maybe. And I just, this baby is so adorable. She's <laughs> just, so cute. Like, little baby. I did share a video of also a very cute kid because I don't really normally share random videos of kids, but this kid is so cute. He's Dominican and it's like he was raised obviously speaking Spanish and now he's in kindergarten and so okay. he's practicing his English and he is so cute saying the pledge of allegiance. I pledge oh allegiance. <laughs> Who is is this a stranger child? Mm-hmm. Like that his parents just put him on the internet or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh okay. I didn't know if this was just like a friend's child or no, something. it's literally like it was on TikTok and it came up Got and it. he goes when he sits down, he does his whole little routine. And he does the Pledge of Allegiance and he does head the head, the shoulders, the knees, the toes. And then yep. he goes, Come on, everybody, let's sit down. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, teacher Lexi. <laughs> Okay. My now ovaries exploded <laughs> watching this little boy because I was like, oh my god, so that cute. sounds very cute, but also the way you just said it, and I know this is so bad, but it reminded me of SNL of Keenan doing Big Poppy <laughs> on SNL. <laughs> like, and I'm oh. only I'm just realizing. That perhaps Keenan's Big Poppy impression was more spot on than we would think. One thousand percent, Keenan. And what's the new guy on there? He's doing a really funny job. He's, I think, Cuban or Argentine. Oh, the the like little white Latino. Yes. Um, I think he is Cuban and Dominican, actually. Oh, even better. Even better. I don't remember. I don't know his name, but I I yeah. know he did a. He played like a baseball sort of player or something in one of the yeah the last sketches. one i saw was <laughs> ellen the <Demonis. laughs> and it was so funny i don't even know what that is are you trying to say ellen degeneres yes that's what he is <laughs> oh, saying in the thing yeah say okay. and he's like are you american <laughs> and then he's like ellen the and it's <laughs> so ridiculous that it's funny like it's really i was like okay snl giving me skits i like but what i didn't know about snl okay Back in my day, it was a program that started at 11.30 on a Saturday and would end at 1 a.m., but apparently now it runs from 10 p.m. to 11 p.m. Oh, I didn't know that either. Well, um, we had to take our last last week off, last episode off, so how have you been since then? I know you're busy, busy. Super busy, uh, but you know, at the end of the day, what are we? But just busy for a little bit, then not busy for a long time, and then you're busy again. So I don't know if that's a motivational speech, but I hope it resonates. I thought you were going to say, when you said at the end of the day, what are we? I was just going to say sentient meat sacks. So oh. your thing is better. All right. Um, yes. Bags of meat floating on a giant rock in space. I just feel like that's Does that so... make you feel better? No. Earlier today, my friend said, I have to leave early because I have to go get my crotch gremlin. And I was like, that's not what I would normally use to describe a kid. So it's interesting how people just use words to describe things. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a child, uh, but uh, who am I to say how someone could refer to their spawn? Uh, (laughs) I can't. But no, everything's been good. How about you? 
good. We just talked about me. So that's why I was oh. throwing it back to you in a traditional conversational manner. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, wait, no, funny. we go back, we go forth. We... <laughs> I, I love talking about myself, but it's so funny because then I'm like, well, I've said what I said. Now let's go back. Now throwing it over to you. <laughs> throwing, it, throwing it back to you. Just, what? I just want to. Piggybacking I, off of what Jenny said. Uh, it's like how you tell people, people always want to talk to me about work. And I'm like, well, I sent an email. I'm waiting on a response. Yeah. It's <laughs> funny to, it's funny to talk to people. Like I, I was talking to my friend who I hadn't seen in like over five years over the weekend. And she, we were like trying to catch each other up on life, but also like, she said like, how was your pandemic? And like, <laughs> it, it's like, it's like, how do you answer that? Like, I, I was like, I mean, it was okay because we're still alive. And I right. guess that is a good thing for most of us, right? Like, I guess. and then it's like, oh, but we're still alive. Like, but we're still alive. <laughs> but we're here. And, you know, and I, I was honest. I was like, it could have been so much worse for us. And we were very lucky. But it is still very much a thing of we're like trying to figure out, like, how do we answer these questions? Or like, when people are like, how are you doing? How's your work i'm like sometimes it's good sometimes i'm just home not doing anything productive at all just you know work is what work is and you know sometimes i have really good opportunities and moments and i want people to share them with me uh oh my god i do have some breaking news oh okay that sounded like an eagle weird it sounded sounded like a car crash and i didn't like it retract and here's so this is pretty good news for me i have been attending this uh karaoke and i think i talked about it last time i was on here and last time i was on here like i'm a special guest like you're the guest (laughs) yes last time you came to the podcast last time i visited y'all rude anyways i talked about it last time and so it's a karaoke setup that is similar to a play on Sabado Gigante, and it's called Karaoke Gigante. And I've loved it. It's been really fun every time I go. And I get a DM that the coordinators are looking to add a little flair by getting local folks to uh, MC and host the night. So they've asked me to host the first one on March 30th. So to all my local listeners in Atlanta, come meet me on March 30th at 8 p.m. at 97 Astoria in Atlanta. That's so cool. Oh my god. I'm so excited. I wish I could go. That sounds so fun. Oh my god, book a flight. Okay, well, let's save all the good news for the end of the show. Um, let us move on. I I know we're like we're giving all this like good news, things we're looking forward to. Stop it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Let's go um, to a nod. To, let's go to scene on scene on screen that uh, is supposed to be a rom com, but was it? I've been y'all. I feel bamboozled. I feel duped. I feel hoodwinked, if you will, because I this think she played herself. We well, well, well. Okay, okay. All right. This is what we did. We watched the 1999 film, classic black film, The Best Man. And what I will say to you and to the listeners, 
And I know this is going to be crazy because it is a movie from 1999, as I mentioned, a black classic. I had never seen The Best Man Mm-mm-mm-mm. ever. It was one of those things where it's like always kind of in the like zeitgeist and like I, I knew it existed and kind of thought maybe I kind of thought I knew what it was about. But at a certain point, I was just like, oh, yeah, I, I think I've seen that. I don't think so. I think I've maybe seen Best Man Holiday now that I'm talking How about it, but I have not. That? I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe no. I just saw clips. I don't you know, know, but I hadn't you seen know it. if you saw Best Man Holiday because okay, that okay, one well is then, then I okay, right well, here. That was I'm right. gonna watch it anyway because so I specifically chose the Best Man because they just did a, like a series reboot, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm interested in watching that, but I should watch the movies. I was like, oh, let's do the movie for the podcast that we have, especially because on Rolling Stone's list of the top. 50 romantic comedies of all time the best man is number 41 which to me implies that it is a romantic comedy and so thus goes the bamboozlement the hoodwinking the dupeness well this particular list has constantly disappointed us because at least we forget 500 days of summer is on there the worst movie in the world (laughs) (laughs) listeners go back to that episode if you haven't uh, already heard jenny's jenny's thoughts on it but you know it's not a rom-com and so i definitely do think that when people get to laugh in a romantic movie they think it's a rom-com but like i don't even feel like this movie is romantic okay had you seen you'd seen it before yes i'd seen it before and so when you had mentioned it i was like i i really was like I don't really think it's a rom-com, but maybe I just haven't seen it in a while. And, you know, maybe there's some parts that are. But then I was rewatching. I was like, oh, no, this is definitely I not I wish a you would have told me that I'm it sorry. <laughs> Sometimes I'm just like, I'll go with the vibes. I'm like, whatever. See? Because I'm chill. You know, bohemian. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because you're chill. And and I am also chill. I've yes. <laughs> and so when you said I was like, sure, whatever. But, you know... It's not, but it's still, you know, part of it. I will say, and you could go through it and then I'll give my thoughts, but get, give the people I, what they want. I don't want to go through it. But you always okay, go wait. through it because sometimes right. I go through it and then you go back through it again. So it's probably better uh, you just start. Let, well, give it to I me. don't want to. Wait, hold on. Wait. I just want to say, if I had not gone in with the expectation of it being a rom-com, I would have found it more enjoyable enjoyable because on the surface I actually really like the movie like or rather I think the performances are great it's an amazing ensemble like everyone is fine as hell I'm like oh Morris, Morris Chestnut can we uh, like like I can't oh my I god I cannot and he still looks good he He's still, still fine as hell. looks good yeah yeah it's I mean Lord Tay Diggs mercy. is aging like a fine wine like what I understand. Everybody, how Stella me got along, Sanaa Lathan, like, come on, um, they're so good. But and so as like a hangout movie, like a friendship movie, I was like, oh, this is fun. But as a romantic comedy, get not great. All the way out. So I will read you here. I'll read you the little <laughs> blurb from Rolling Stone. Oh, oh, um, it is so Tay Diggs plays Harper. He is a Chicago Harper. Harper. Everyone's name is like 
I kept forgetting there was too many this is so stupid but there were too many um gender neutral names in this because Harper Jordan and then Kendall being a character in the book I was like who is who um anyway Tay Diggs is Harper, a Chicago writer who hits the jackpot when Oprah picks his debut novel for her book club. The only catch? He's heading off to New York to see his old college friends at a wedding, and they're passing around advanced copies, buzzing all about the secrets he reveals, like, say, his fling with the bride. Or the fact that he's not over, this says his ex, Jordan. She was never really his ex. Right. Um, she was that his situation shit. Yeah, so that's that's literally what Rolling Stone says about this movie in their list of top rom-coms. Nothing in what I just said gives you an indication of what the rom-com of this would be. Because based off of what I said, he, you might think that this is a movie of him getting back with his ex, Nia Long. Because he's still not over her, according to Rolling Stone. That's not what this movie is about. I feel like this blurb was written by someone who did not watch the movie. Because while it is true that Harper goes to New York for a wedding, so uh, Harper is played by Tay Diggs. He goes to New York for the wedding of one of his college best friends, Lance, mm-hmm. who's played by the fine mm-hmm. Morris Chestnut. Um, unfortunately, he's playing the worst person in the world. Um, <laughs> a, a star uh, football running back who is getting married to his college sweetheart, Mia. And as I mentioned, Tay Diggs is the best man. And then the other groomsmen are other friends from college. Um, Terrence Howard plays Quentin. Who's he's kind of always like, a bad guy. I he's just, kind of like a fuckboy, but yeah, this is how bad all the characters in this movie were. I actually liked Quentin more than I liked <laughs> Harper, and way more than I liked Lance. Like I hated like, Harper Lance, actually, Lance and Lance was, was the worst too. My um, thing is, I didn't. So when we were, as I was watching it now, I was just like, first off, Harper is definitely a gaslighter. And a manipulator to his girlfriend because yes, he has Sanal Lathan girlfriend. plays his girlfriend, by the way. Her name is Robin. Yes, and Robin Sanal is, Lathan, who was fine as hell, by the way. Robin is so nice and she just like reads. Also, wait, another big thing about this. Everybody in his friend circle read the book, which I'm like, go ahead, friends, because <laughs> we can't even get our friends to listen to our podcast. None of them, none of them listen to this podcast. My the friends people... <laughs> literally today were like, so what's your podcast about? I'm like, please stop. I, I got I got two friends that listen to the podcast, and then they go weeks without listening to it, and they're like, ooh, I haven't caught up. Thanks, y'all. Well, that's okay. Thanks. Catching up, I'm okay with someone who needs to catch up. I, I catch up on things, but it's true. I have friends it's who true. have not listened to an episode. But yes, any. I have close, close, close yes, friends. close friends. Folks that I put as emergency contact that they don't listen to this at all my parents have no idea this is happening and i talk to my parents every hour and my siblings i don't even think they know that i um, do things outside of my parents house. anyways so, all that to anyway say, harper's friends harper really friends it. they do win for reading the damn book so good good for them but anyways um the way that he treats Robin was so whack because he's just waiting for a moment to break up with her, which I think is so whack on top of her being concerned. Like you're about to go back to your college friends. You clearly have a thing for Kendall. Who's one of the characters in the book, which is Jordan in real life, but also how are you so, so like you have this girlfriend, you're just waiting to drop 
her whenever you want. And then Lance, on top of that, is such a dog. And it reminded me officially of this um, content creator on TikTok called Velvet Clouds. And Velvet Clouds made a video about pretending to be a man on a podcast and talking about how they step out on their lady all the time but should their lady step out on them then she's a whore and be yourself queen stop trying to cheat on me when I'm cheating on you like how in the world do these men really say the shit that they say and get away with it I don't care for that it's garbage. Yeah, so we learned that uh, not Harper, Lance, Morris Chestnut, aka the groom, um, is and has been a serial cheater on Mia. Mia, who Lance thinks, and Mia leads him to believe that Lance is her one and only, the first and only man she ever had sex with, blah, blah, blah. And he loves that. And he loves that Mia keeps taking him back. And so there are a few little flashbacks where we'll see um lance is like so distraught because mia has dumped him and he goes to harper for help because harper is friends with mia um and that's actually how he um actually how lance and mia met was through harper um and and so we learn that lance is a cheater and his friends even call him out they're like you're getting married like you know you've been fucking around on mia your whole life and especially because you're a football player a star football player at that and he basically is like yeah but you know i'm a i'm a one man or one woman kind of man, like marriage is for life. Like he very much um, upholds the sanctity of marriage in his mind though, in his mind, because the moment he learns that Harper slept with Mia during one of the times that they were broken up or Mia had just found out that Lance cheated on her again, Lance goes fucking crazy, tries to kill Harper, really, tries to call off his wedding all because his girl who he has cheated on multiple times had the nerve to have sex with someone else. Now, granted, I know it was his best friend and he's mad because his best friend shouldn't have done that. Fine. Get into the specifics of that. I get it. Like your friend shouldn't be doing that. But Lance at no point in time takes any responsibility for the fact that he was a dick and right. he actually doesn't deserve Mia. Like, spoiler alert, they end up getting married finally, and we're supposed to be happy about that because that means whatever, Mia gets to be happy. But while there, while Mia is saying her vows at the end of the movie, Lance is sobbing and keeps flashing to what he thinks are images of Mia and Harper fucking, which is insane. <laughs> like, He's that is crazy. not romantic. He's crazy. And then the thing is, and this is why I'm saying I'm preparing you for the best man holiday. I'm not, I'm not expecting rom-coms. It's not a rom-com. It's going to be worse. It. It's going to be worse. Okay, that's fine. So I'm not expecting rom-coms, just, so I want I'll go in to, with an open mind. I just want you to go. This, this particular storyline will mess you up. Um, so yes, watching it now as an older person and then really you know, being focused on the movie, right? Because the first time I watched it, I think it was just plain. And I don't really, it's not like on my list of my comfort movies that I just keep watching over and over. Because it's not comforting. (laughs) Right. It's definitely crazy how he responds. Also, it's wild how they treat their other friend who has the nonprofit and his girlfriend, Shelby, is the worst. So the other friend, his name, he has a nickname. He goes by Murr. Merch, merch, yeah. Merch. Merch. His name is Julian, um, played by the amazing actor Harold Perrineau, who I love. Um, 
And his, yeah, his girlfriend is like the stereotypical, like shrew character. Like she's so she's controlling. Terrible. She doesn't want him to be around his friends. Like she's terrible. And he, for most of the movie kind of takes it until he falls for uh, a private dancer played by <laughs> her name is Candy played by the amazing, like young Regina Hall in like her first like major role, which is adorable to see. Um, he falls for her, ends up breaking it off with Shelby, whatever. Um, but yeah, they treat him so terribly because he works for a nonprofit, like helping at risk to youth. And but he's actually like he went to law school and he has to pass the bar and he's been offered like some fancy job. And um, Shelby especially is like, when are you gonna stop working with those ghetto kids? Blah blah. I'm like, ma'am, you were actually the worst. But um, it's fine. The the like friendship dynamics between the characters i felt very real and like like i liked again this movie was entertaining at times i just hated the way that they treated the women yes. surprise and so we haven't even gotten to nia long oh my god for- Lee- nia long is just she's always been my favorite i feel she's like she so needs good. more flowers and you know she was on the cover of many the relaxers and i just was like <laughs> i love nia long like forever i'm telling you forever i will follow she's anything so she's gorgeous amazing <clears throat> incredible so she plays um jordan who is she the maid of honor She's one of the bridesmaids. She's definitely one of the bridesmaids. Maybe the maid of honor. And she is the one who, according to Harper, like they they kind of kissed one night, but they never got together. And in Jordan's mind, Harper is like the one who got away. Like she always wishes she had a second chance with him. And they set her up as this like career woman who's just focused on that, and she doesn't have time for intimacy. Blah blah blah. And then one of the main things that she does in this movie, which I didn't feel like was keeping in character with the person they had set her up to be, is she propositions Harper. She says, we, basically it's like, I want us to make love. That's actually how she says it, which I was like, girl, what? She's like, come over after the bachelor party and we can finally have our chance. Mind you, she knows he has a girlfriend who he's been with for two years. Um, so why would you do that? Who's on her way to the wedding? Who's literally on her way to the wedding? Like, what? So, again, spoilers, blah, blah, blah. So, he doesn't, uh, Harper is planning on going to fuck Nia Long. But at the bachelor party is when Lance finally learns that Harper and Mia fucked back in the day. And so this is when Lance tries to kill Harper. And Harper finally gets away. He's all bloodied. He's beaten up. He shows up on Nia Long's doorstep. And she's pissed because she's gone through all these, like, you know, she's got her little lingerie on. A weird thing she does before she opens the door is she sprays um, air freshener, but, like, under her arm. I was like, <laughs> what is this? And he even mentions it later. He's like, what is that smell? Which I thought was very funny. Um, But basically, they don't have sex. And she sort of, like, chews him out or whatever. The next day, Sanaa Lathan comes the next day is the wedding by the way so now Lathan makes it she uh Harper thankfully tells her the truth about everything she's pissed but he's like I need you I can't go through this alone because he's got to try to find Lance so that they go through the wedding after all so she's like fine I'll help you but she's like not she doesn't want to be with him but she's like yeah I'll go through with it so she comes in, basically saves the day, like talks Mia down from the ledge. Like she's like the MVP. She talks to Jordan. Jordan realizes like, oh, this girl's actually cool. Like she's great. 
they have the wedding, blah, blah, blah. They're dancing. Harper realizes that he should be with um, Robin, Sanaa Lathan, after all. So this motherfucker, talk about the worst thing I've ever seen in a movie. He proposes marriage to Robin at the reception of the wedding that he is the best man at, which is already fuckboy behavior. I hate that shit. I but do hate that. Like, I like don't do that. Don't announce don't. a pregnancy and don't fucking uh don't announce a, an engagement and don't propose to someone at someone else's wedding. I'm sorry. Don't or don't a do funeral that. or birthday party well, yeah, or bring I mean, some <laughs> new bitch whose birthday is the same day as your friend's birthday. Don't do that. <laughs> at least. Don't, don't do that. But not only is that just peak fuckboy, but the fact is, I cannot stress this enough. The night before Harper proposes to Sanaa Lathan, I keep forgetting her name is Robin. I don't know. The night before <laughs> he proposes, her. the night before he proposes to her, he is planning on fucking someone else. And he tells her that. And still she says yes to the proposal. And we're supposed to think that that is a happy ending. This is, is a happy ending. This is what makes it a rom-com. Fuck you. She's not even in the movie for more than 10 minutes. How dare you? I am so mad. But after credits show you that Shelby actually is still in the friend group because now she's with Quentin. So it actually all is hilarious and romantic at the end. I mean, I don't know. Shut up. <laughs> I don't know that. So, yeah. So Shelby gets broken up with basically by um, Julian merch. and Gay Merch because he brings um, Regina Hall candy to the wedding because they have this connection, blah, blah, blah. It's Which crazy. also don't do because trifling, if you have not behavior for your new date, do not do that because the old How are you going to bring two plus ones to a wedding? Wow. Outrageous. Outrageous. The amount so of disrespect. For now me, Shelby yeah. is now Shelby is single at the at the reception and she and um what's her Quentin, Quentin start dancing and whatever they're kind of around each other and he's been antagonizing her the whole movie because he thinks she's a bitch to um his friend which she is she is but the thing is so then there's a whole um sequence of them doing the electric slide it's fun at the reception and then after that there's like a post credits thing where they wake up in bed together the next morning and they're like what the fuck and they scream and whatever got him that's the end of the movie I felt like that post credit sequence or scene didn't have as much surprise factor because they've already set it up in the previous... Like, did you not see that coming? I feel like I saw that coming. Am I crazy? Yeah, those are two separate questions. I don't know. Wow. 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 I'm, I'm just, just, I just saying that... it finished up like that. I mean, I do think she's no. trifling for doing that, but... No, I don't, I don't care that she did it. I thought it was funny. I just think that the way that we see Quentin and Shelby interacting in the reception, they're flirting because she catches the bouquet and he catches the garter and mm. he has to do the thing where he puts the garter on her, which I always hate that. So they're already flirting and having a thing and whatever. So based off of that, I was like, oh yeah, they're going to fuck. So when I see them waking up next to each other at the post credit scene, and it's supposed to be like a, oh shit. I already expected that that was happening. Is this not? 
I mean, some people may have not expected it. Damn, maybe you are well, better at this than other people. Just, it was a surprise. They still hate each other. It's not a surprise. Is what they saying. need something else for the next movie. That's not why they did it because the next movie didn't come out until 14 years after this it one. Does it matter? They <laughs> knew they were going to have something on their hands. No, they didn't. Absolutely not. And they're hers. Um, yeah, that was the movie, y'all. Watching or not, but um, it's not a rom com for sure. It's not a rom com. It's a fun movie, and definitely watch it because it's got some great performances. It's fun. It's you know, it's great. But it is not a rom com, and for that I am sad. <laughs> but I will watch the Best Man Holiday. Um, if you do want to watch it streaming, it is on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Amazon Prime. Yeah. And so is the show. The show is on there. I try to watch the show, but I want to watch. Wait, the show's on Prime? I thought it was on Prime. Or is it I on Hulu? I thought it was on Peacock. Oh, is it on Peacock? You know, the thing is, I only watch certain things on the computer versus the TV. So maybe that's what it is. Maybe you're right. Yeah, maybe it's on, on Peacock. Peacock. My apologies. All right. Well, what did you find on Al Gore's internet? Did you find anything? Do we have anything? Do we have a Am I the Asshole? Um, yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Hold on. Let me just open one up. I was going to say something else, but I don't care. <laughs> I don't want to be, I don't want to talk about real things. So I'll just do an Am I the Asshole instead. Um, it was going to be about Brendan Fraser winning an Oscar for The Whale, but I don't want to talk about it. Do you want a wedding-themed Am I the Asshole? You're muted. Are you muted? You're muted. Yeah, you... Literally, I just read her lips. She said, no, I'm not. But, like, I could see her thing (laughs) said she was muted. So, like, why were you fighting me on (laughs) I'm sorry. Might as well. That's what I said. Okay, this is a good one. Because this has weddings and cousins. Oh, wait, last time, last time I had wedding and cousins, we were really oh, bad for Haley. It was so, so sad. It was so sad. Well, this one seems to be um, male cousins, so. Okay. All right, let's go. Um, it says, am I the asshole for, wait, am I the asshole for going to my cousin's wedding? I don't know why I inserted the word not into that when I first read the headline, but wait. now I'm intrigued. I have not read this. What? Let's go. (laughs) From a young age on, my uh, male 39 cousin, male 40, and I were compared and put into competition with one another as the oldest male grandchildren. I'm not even going to go into the terrible familial dynamics that allowed for that, but I will say that I was not the golden grandson and as a result have kept pretty distant over the years. A major point of contention was slash is my looks. I'm not an unattractive guy. I'm no show-stopping 10, but as kids and teens, I was, I guess, the cool, cute city cousin. And he got tired of hearing about that. I'm sorry. That was very funny. Is he from the farm? What are we talking? Cool, cute city cousin is so funny to me. Okay. Um, Uh, Even our family members always had something to say about my looks. Don't even get me started on those insecurities. This was pretty much the only positive thing they ever had to say about me. Uh, And never his. It wasn't cool, and I get why it bothered him so much, but I had no control over the situation. 
and as a teenager, basically had the self-awareness of a potato. That's funny. Anyway, all I ever desired for a long time was a normal relationship with him, but by my late 20s, I accepted that the damage was done, and he wanted very little to do with me outside of family functions. So, he got married last week. I wasn't in the wedding or anything, but I was invited, and so I went with my mom and my wife and my brother and his wife. The mother of the bride in front of them said, and I quote, Wow, where'd you come from? While touching me and obviously making a comment about my appearance. I wasn't okay with it, and I felt terrible because it was just unfortunate fucking timing. And I don't know. I don't open up convos with new people by remarking on their appearance one way or another. She goes on to say that my wife is a lucky lady, etc. And in general, just doesn't give a fuck about how it's absolutely making my cousin feel. Like, I just walked over to congratulate him, and now I'm the center of attention. She caps it off by telling my cousin he would look good with a beard, which he can't grow. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, is this? Is Later. This Harry Later. and William? <laughs> Later, he took me aside and absolutely lost it on me and told me I shouldn't have come, let alone show off. He invited me just to be polite. I feel like I should not have expected wait i feel like i should not have been expected to just know that and that at a certain point like dude you're 40 i wish i was a genius and made millions of dollars but i am kind of an idiot and make nothing i don't get angry i just accept what i have and feel grateful for it am i the asshole should i have sat this out given our history and understood that he didn't really want me there (gasps) oh my god this was such a wild ride i did not know where it was going at any time right i weird well first of all it feels like this cousin like the cool cool cute city cousin is like brad pitt and the other one is like just a normal guy i guess i don't what if it is brad pitt (laughs) (laughs) okay i would say just straight up not the asshole because your cousin should not have invited you to his wedding if he didn't want you to go i'm sorry Wedding invitations are expensive. You don't invite someone just to be polite. You need to invite them fully expecting that they will take you up on that and come to your fucking wedding. Right. Not the asshole because obviously your cousin is very insecure. And my thing is, I mean, okay, well, now I want to know what you look like. Because if you over right? here, like, can you, you, can you put a picture? <laughs> Let's like, just see. Let me was compare. This, was this Morris Chestnut at a wedding? Because Right, right. Because it does seem like, I mean, it's weird. It's It's also weird because if this man is so fine, and that man is the the groom is still feeling some type of way that a fine man is at his wedding, then I don't know. It's giving very insecure and super weird because just get over it. Like some people are hotter than you, some people are not hotter than you. Right. You just have to live and you're getting married, so you're not that much of an uggo. Like and, you're uh, literally at your wedding. <laughs> like, like it's what? not like your your bride your new bride is gonna be like, oh my god, I've never seen the cousin, so let me switch. <laughs> like, what are we talking right. about? Like, Get it together. This Ew. would be this is already like terrible, but it would have been so much worse if it was the bride who was like, oh damn, this is who right. if like, the bride said, it, I'd be like, oh. Like then she that you need to have a conversation with the bride. But in this case, the the groom's mother in law was very inappropriate because why would you 
Like, you're right. You actually shouldn't comment on people's appearance. Right. Regardless of if you're complimenting them or not. Because what the fuck? Like, that's so weird. That but is so weird. But ultimately, still... that's her fault. And also, you are holding on to things from childhood. And that sucks. It sounds like it wasn't a great environment for you two. And uh, I really am sad for the person who wrote this letter. Because it sounds like they wanted to move past that as adults. But they couldn't. And that makes me sad. Because everyone should have a good cousin relationship. Not um, everybody can. That's why you both need to be hot. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. That's how it works here. Who can't relate? relate. I we're mean, we're both the cool, cool, cute city cousins. cousins. We're supportive of each other. We help each other. Like, don't be selfish. Ugh. I can't. I, I bet he was like, I'm not that attractive. Like, nah, my dude. You looking like a whole ass <laughs> bottle. Like, let's just see let me me compare i'm so confused like i love how he's like i wish i was a genius and made millions of dollars but i'm not i'm an idiot so this is my life Um, all i got is my pretty face spoken like someone who is very attractive oh my god Um, (laughs) i am so mad at this but okay that wasn't as traumatic as our other cousin wedding one so that's good um Okay, do you want a, a secret child? No, those are always boring because oh. the child's going through a lot more. We can't unpack that. No, we're not therapists. <laughs> Obviously, we're not therapists. <laughs> they don't even know we're doing this. I was like, they're not writing to us. Oh, um. Oh, an, uh, oh, okay, an engagement party. Ooh, great. Am I the asshole? For bringing up everyone's embarrassing stories at my engagement party. Yes, uh, <laughs> you are. But I, I received yes, answered. I you are the asshole. Okay, wait. Let's let's give it a fair shake. Okay. My family lives to bring up embarrassing stories about my youth. It's your family. That's what they do. It's a bunch of losers on the internet today. What is happening? <laughs> Okay, okay, no. My, uh, why does this, this one feels like it was written by the groom from the previous one. <laughs> Probably. Because it says, my two older brothers were both athletes and always had girlfriends. I was awkward and uncomfortable in my own skin. Here we go. My, my brothers could do no wrong in our parents' eyes. I was the little weird girl, okay, it's a girl, that just wanted to sit in the corner and read. Uh, I was mostly ignored when they weren't actively trying to mock me. It seemed like all my other relatives would join in, except for my grandfather. He would tell them to leave me alone and let me go to the garage with him to avoid other people. Oh. But because I was so quiet and ignored everyone... Wait. Because I was so quiet and ignored, everyone said everything around me like I wasn't there. I finally met a guy that my family does not intimidate. He is that guy from Practical Magic. The perfect guy for me. That I never thought I could exist. Love I know, practical, love practical magic, magic reference. You mean Patrick? Wait, Patrick. That's his name. Is, he, uh, is that him? Is, it's, he has three names. Oh, God. I forgot it now. I don't know. Well, anyway. He's the perfect guy. Blah, blah, blah. They're getting married. I already... Wait. Oh, wait. That's practical magic. That was the scary part. Yeah, that's what I said. What were you saying? I was thinking... Okay. Irresistible. It's okay. It's okay. I don't know that. I... <laughs> 
understand. This sentence has a typo and I don't know what it's supposed to say. Okay. We had a big engagement dinner because my parents asked if they could throw us one and we agreed. The only stipulation was that everyone has to know that I would be responding to every speech or toast that was meant to bring up my past or embarrass me. I was fine with congratulations and nice stories. My parents and siblings already know I'm serious because they were my test subjects. When I brought my fiance to meet the family, my brother told him the story of when we went camping and I peed myself because they convinced me that there were bears between the tent and the bathroom. I followed up with the story of our first family vacation to Mexico where he shit his pants because he was a big boy who could buy tequila if he wanted. He was very upset. My other brother tried his luck to the same effect. That is more personal and I won't be telling it here. My mom said I was being a jerk, bringing up embarrassing stories. I asked her if she had any stories she wanted to share with my fiance. She thought about it and decided to tell about when I got my first horse and how happy I was. See, they can be taught. So at the party, I was ready with everyone's stories. (laughs) I guess my parents were very clear with everyone because almost all the stories were nice and lovely memories of my time growing up. One of my cousins decided to test my resolve by talking about how unattractive I was in high school. I had bad acne breakouts. I got up and thanked her for her speech. And I said that I wish I could have been attractive like her. After all, she did manage to get with three guys and get child support from all three. (laughs) I'm sorry. What? She ran out. It kind of put a damper on the event. My aunt called me an asshole for bringing that up. I asked her if she wanted me to make a speech about her. She left. I am done taking shit from these people. And I do not feel like an asshole for treating them like they treat me. Uh, this is this person is a legend <laughs> like this level of petty is like whoo wow 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 certainly very petty uh, secondly y'all say with your whole chest don't invite these wag ass people to your wedding if they're not gonna make you happy what's wrong with y'all now it also is giving very much that movie uh i think you again with uh never watched it oh you never watched that it's really much surprise yeah because it was a pretty popular one okay well yeah it sounds exactly like it losers in high school finding somebody and then trying to prove something when they're adults y'all i just feel like i don't know do what you need to do i feel like if you are asking This is what I don't like about this thing. You're asking, am I the asshole? And then you're saying, my aunt called me an asshole. And you're saying, I don't care that I'm the asshole. Then why even bring this to us? Like, say with your whole chest, keep it moving. Like, yes, you were an asshole, but you are from a family of assholes. So regardless, you are inbreded into your system to be a dick when you want to be. So ultimately, I don't feel bad for you. Who amongst us hasn't peed here and there? Who amongst us hasn't shitted around ourselves? Like y'all, y'all be acting like you just <laughs> did you say around it. ourselves? Oh. In a, whatever. Shit your pants. I bet a lot of you did it. So I don't know. You all sound like terrible humans. And good for your cousin getting child support from all the men because a lot of people don't be getting no child support. So brava to her. But all of you all seem pretty terrible. See, like I said, I, a bunch of losers on the internet today. <laughs> yes, definitely, definitely losers. But I, I will say, I, this person, okay, would I have the, you know, the pettiness to respond to everyone's speech with uh, a follow up like roast? No, because I 
probably wouldn't invite those people to my thing anyway. Like, they don't bring me joy. I'm old enough to know that I don't have to invite everyone just because I'm related to them. Sorry. Right. Um, but also, I, this feels like someone who hasn't quite yet accepted their like weirdness as a child similar to that the cousin the groom from the other one because yeah we all have embarrassing stories but like okay so what now you're an adult and you're getting married who the fuck cares like who cares it sucks that your cousin felt the need to bring up that you were unattractive like yeah that's shitty and clearly she was probably feeling some type of way because you're getting married to a person who you say is perfect and she struck out three times like yeah, I, I guess that, that that does suck. What I think is that, you know, fine, good for you for saying what you wanted to say. It's your party. I feel like for the cousin and people who choose to tell these kinds of stories, if you can't take the smoke, don't do it. That's That's the problem. That's how you learn. Because maybe the person is an asshole, but clearly the people in her family have never gotten it back. And so this was the first time anyone's called them out and unfortunately it happened to be in a public forum, but that's how they learn. Now they know, don't talk shit if you can't take it back. Don't start none, won't be none. If you're gonna talk shit and then run away because someone hurt your feelings, get out of here. Not the asshole, sorry. Well, get it where you can. This this segment was sponsored by... um, an online therapy service because y'all need to get some therapy right and get was, over it i was gonna say before y'all after these weddings before y'all even think about adding another life to your home whether that is a child or an animal or a plant y'all gotta figure it out because all that little energy is gonna affect these living things in your home y'all need to figure it out mm-hmm, mm-hmm. figure it out <laughs> Remember that show? There's a show on Nickelodeon called Figure It Out. Do you remember that? Maybe. It I was need a, a little bit more. American game show. It was an American children's panel game show that aired on Nickelodeon. The original series was hosted by Summer Sanders. Love Summer Sanders. Uh, love him. Love him. Children, does no wrong. Children with special skills or unique achievements compete as contestants on the show while a panel of four Nickelodeon celebrities try to guess the predetermined phrase that describes the contestant's talent. Do you remember? This? I remember. Some of it's coming back to me. Yeah. So, like, yeah. but it's Man, it's getting melted shit. in with Double Dare at the same time. Oh, no. And, and now then, I need to go. I wonder if it's on Paramount Plus. I'm going to check it out. Maybe everything's on the internet now. There used to be this show I watched, and I feel like I was the only one, but it was the um, Adventures in Wonderland. What's that? And it was a, a TV show uh, that was on Disney Channel about Alice in Wonderland, and she would go every day after school uh, through her mirror and then hmm. meet up with all the characters of Alice in Wonderland. And I just always remember the beginnings like, I'll do what you wanted. No. That's a different one. Never mind. Oh, it was another one. No, no, no. It was another another thing. But do what you want to do is another show. But the nineties had the best shows. I'm sorry, y'all. Ninety one to ninety nine, incredible television. Apparently, figure it out is streaming on Apple TV, by the way. So Ooh. I will be checking that out. Anyway, let us move on to the end of our show. Uh Jenny, what brought you joy slash 
What are you looking forward to? I am looking forward to going to my goddaughter's baptism on Saturday. So I am starting my journey at six o'clock in the morning and, and then I get to spend the day in South Carolina. So it's going to be Fun. dope. Um, only problem is it's not that much of a problem, but a little bit. Uh, the mom who's Michael Madre co-mother for folks who don't speak Espanol, but is a term in Spanish that's used for the mother of the god child of the godparent. But she asked for us to wear white and I have been on the struggle bus getting a white outfit because I don't normally wear white. First of all, I'm messy and so I truly don't ever wear white because that stains. But I bought a white what I thought was white dress. Uh, and then I was like, well, maybe it's like cream. So maybe that's better. That's what I thought to myself. And it arrived and it was pink. And I was like, well, that's not, not what I oh. thought at all. So then I ordered another dress and that one came in again, thinking it's white. Now that one's definitely cream and it doesn't fit well. And then I ordered another dress and that one is white, but you can see everything it's see-through. So I'm like, this oh, is just, <laughs> it's too this white. Is, okay. It's too That's... white. So now, you know, trying to make sure that I'm prepared for the event, which is on Saturday. What about you? What are you looking forward to and or what brought you joy? Um, well, what brought me joy was multiple fold because I enjoyed seeing my friend from grad school. She's the person I drove across town to meet for breakfast this morning and then came back because she leaves tomorrow. Um, I enjoyed slash really loved the Oscars recognition for everything everywhere all at once. Oh, yeah. um, one of my favorite movies of the past decade and I loved it and it makes me cry every time and all the speeches made me cry and it was beautiful. And I just love when original ideas and like kind of out there things get rewarded because yeah. Hollywood is very um, hesitant to take chances on things. Uh, and so I'm glad that this movie improbably was able to, you know, reach people and, and it has gotten rewarded for it. I love that. Um, and then what am I looking forward to? What am I looking forward to? Oh, well, I have some like work stuff that maybe is happening soon that I'm looking forward to that I can't talk about yet. So that's kind of vague. But um, oh, speaking of your, you know, you having to go to something where you're wearing all white. I, uh, one of my friends is having a birthday bash um, next weekend and she wants everyone to wear black. Oh. And it's because some, some of my friends are young. So she's turning 30. <laughs> I knew it. And it it's is... RIP to her youth. And I was like, girl, shut up. Some of us are long past 30. So right. the F down. The thing is, I did that in my 20s, uh, mainly because I love to be a center of attention. So I've asked people to wear black so I can wear pink. Thanks for listening to Get Funny. We hope you laughed. But if you didn't. We did. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. We killed it. Crushed it. <laughs>